The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Untamed and Unashamed podcast. This is a place where together we can navigate through life's ups and downs with all of the vulnerability, compassion, and openness that we can muster. Along with the help of guests from all walks of life, we'll discover new truths while doing some unlearning, and we'll gain valuable tools for becoming who we already are, while also uncovering our divine gifts. I'm Jade Bryce, and I'm so happy that you're here. Our guest today is a hormone health educator with a master's in health education and over 25 years of experience in the field. In 2017, she founded Your Hormone Balance, as a one-on-one -on -one consulting practice and is now joined by her two daughters who have expanded your hormone balances reach to women around the world. She spearheaded Body and Balance, a hormone testing and rebalancing weight loss program at Metabolic Research Center, a nationwide weight loss company. And she continues to raise awareness about hormonal health and disease prevention throughout her work as a writer, speaker, and podcaster. Please help me welcome Candace Birch to Untamed and Unashamed. Hi, how are you? Good. I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, I've gone through, you know, a ton of hormonal issues. So I've, you know, it's been a, a something I've really been looking into the last couple of years for myself. I had two kids back to back uh, in my early 30s. And my, after that, my hormones were just haywire, you know, breastfeeding for three years straight and things like that. But I'd love to start off hearing about your personal experience, naturally rebalancing your hormones, um, you know, and all you went through with that. Right. Well, um, I mean, I guess, actually, I, I, I've been a health educator for a long time. I have a master's in health education. And I started, I got into that because I had knee injuries from skiing. I was a skier for years and years. And I really hated this approach of, you know, shooting me up with cortisone and anti-inflammatory drugs. And so I decided to go purist and go on a, on a juice fast. And, you know, I started getting in that way, helping myself get feel better. And then also got really intensely interested in natural medicine mm -hmm. and um, natural healing um, because, you know, when, when I'm sure a lot of your listeners are in the situation where something goes wrong and then the default is to put you on birth control or on some kind of 
you know, serial medication that you just get trapped in. You don't, you're afraid to get off it and you don't know how to, you know, control the way you use these drugs and you just feel like I'm not living in a natural way. As I got older into my, I had, I had my children, I have two daughters and I had my first one at 37 Hmm. And my la- my second one at f- at the age of forty one. Gosh, I'm thirty seven now. I feel like I'd fall over if I tried to have a child right now. You know, I was just not ready. I yeah. I really was one of those people. I wasn't sure that I. It wasn't that I didn't want kids. I just wasn't ready. My husband and I were camping out in Europe, traveling mm-hmm. around in a camper van. Yeah. You know, doing all this stuff. And then I just woke up one day and thought I felt somehow this emptiness. Hmm. Kind of, you know, the Brits call it broodiness. I realized later that, you know, that was what was missing, that it was time. The biological clock was mm-hmm. ticking. So subsequently, I had two, you know, my two daughters are healthy and, and you know, both in this hormone world with me. Jess is a, a hormone health educator, too, or a, an integrative nutritionist, actually. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, I got into the specializing in hormones from a, from a health education point of view because when they were little I was in full-blown menopause you know I I said I started late that means I was hitting you know 45 46 the classic perimenopause zone where your hormones start to fluctuate and a lot of women get into these roller coaster symptoms where you're up and you're down and it's it can be extreme you know you're having hot flashes and everybody's freezing in the house and you're it's the middle of winter and you're opening the doors and the windows and growling at everyone to put on a sweater Mm -hmm. and i just remember one day i've told this story many times but ryan just looked at me my little one and with tears in her eyes like she just didn't know who this woman was that was going through these mood changes and a hot flash every 20 minutes so that was when I realized I need to learn more about this. I mean, mm-hmm. if you were to just do health education and talk about hormones all day long, there's so many hundreds of symptoms and it's it's a health issue that isn't really discussed enough until we get into menopause as though we, you know, and I think women are becoming much more conscious now, but um, you know, before it was just like this, the approach, we don't want to, why do we need to talk about hormones? That's for older women. No, that's for all ages of women. Yeah. So, yeah. so I learned, you know, my, my thing was that I, I started reading a lot, which I always do. And I got in touch with Dr. John Lee, who wrote the pivotal, what your doctor may not tell you about menopause book. He had gone to England to study natural hormones with the woman the physician in England, Dr. Katerina Dalton, who actually defined PMS. Oh, wow. Map wrote the first wrote the first scientific article about PMS in the British Medical Journal. Mm. And she was a woman who had had migraines all her life and realized during her first pregnancy that she never had a migraine. So she thought, what's going on hormonally, and started studying it. And Dr. Lee went to study with her, came back to his practice in Mill Valley, Mill Valley, where they have the highest breast cancer rate in the country still, I think, and never had another case of breast cancer in his practice once he started practicing natural hormone balancing. So I contacted him and said, how can I learn? You know, I'm a health educator with two kids and I'm bouncing off the walls and I need some help. And and he said, well, why don't you get in touch with, um, he, sa- he said he was retiring, but that his, his colleague, Dr. David Zava, had opened a hormone testing lab 
in Portland, Oregon, and I was living right near Portland, get in touch with him. And I, and I did, and I ended up becoming the director of education in for this hormone testing lab that is now one of the largest in the country, saliva hormone testing. Mm. And the thing about mm. that was just that this was the big heyday of functional medicine happening when people were switching from you know, looking at new ways to deal with women's health issues and reproductive health in natural ways and moving away from synthetic hormones because there was, you know, bad press about it, as there should be. I think they should be banned. But anyway, that's how I entered this world. And now 20, 20 some odd years later, um, you know, that's where I am. And I started this little consulting practice, Your Hormone Balance, which my daughters and others are are helping with. And we just try to talk to women and listen. You know, a lot of women just need to talk to somebody yeah. about yeah. what's going on because surprisingly, many women don't understand what's going on. So that's the short story. I'm here to, you know, sort of help help that process along more as more as an educator than as someone who treats but but as someone who helps to raise awareness about what's happening in your body and what you can you know what you can do for yourself how to heal naturally yeah. um, really need you to just listen to them yes uh, when I was struggling with hormones a lot of times I went to so many doctors that just said you're just a new mom this is normal you're just a new mom you know, and, and I always knew there was something deeper and it wasn't until I went to a holistic doctor that actually listened to me. And, uh, we realized I was having perimenopause just from the, all the stress from the relationship I was in and, you know, breastfeeding back to back. And it just, it taxed my adrenals and I, I was not okay hormonally. So, uh, mm -hmm. her listening to me, it was the starting point. Um, I'd yeah. love to share what the top hormone imbalances are that are tied to common symptom symptoms women struggle with, whether it's PMS, like you mentioned, or irregular periods, um, fertility issues. I know for me, it was anxiety, depression, insomnia, weight gain around my abdomen, low energy, uh, you know, the little hair frizziness around the um, forehead I got too. Um, like my hair completely changed when I was having hormonal issues. So I'd love to hear about all of that and what those are typically tied to. Yes. Well, um, I just wanted to mention what you, you know, your own personal history of hormonal imbalance. Often, you know, when women, the, the whole postpartum depression thing, you know, when you give birth, you your body, right before you deliver that baby in the last few months of the pregnancy when women are glowing and feeling great, we're swimming in a sea of progesterone. Mm -hmm. Progesterone is the calming, balancing hormone um, that's way up there high on the cascade of hormones because it, it breaks down to other hormones and helps support the whole hormonal milieu. And we're, when we give birth, that goes out. The placenta is loaded with with progesterone and we I wish I ate like, my placenta. I didn't know at the time. Yeah, baby, that many women do that. And that, that placenta is rich with progesterone. And so it's sort of like baby out the the bathwater out with the baby. And we're we're losing we're it's like a dramatic, dramatic, devastating drop in our hormone levels. And for some women it is devastating. And, and can, you know, trigger a host of all kinds of imbalances that go on, you know, if unaddressed, that can go on for a lot, you know, sort of 
exacerbate uh, based on your stress, then you're not sleeping, that makes it worse. So, I mean, we, I test hormones at Your Hormone Balance. I, I test, um, we test simple, the simple basic hormones that women need to kind of get a handle and understand. So there's estrogen, which is kind of the queen bee of the hormones. You know, it's the, it's that hormone that made us female, grew all our female organs. And then it's the hormone in our reproductive years that's growing the egg. It's a growth hormone. Mm-hmm. So it, it really is a very potent hormone, growing all our female sex organs and the egg and the ovary and thickening the lining of the, the uterine lining, the endometrium. That is a huge, you know, huge major role that estrogen plays. It is the master female hormone. But because it's a growth hormone, it has to be balanced by progesterone, which yeah. is the hormone we make in the second half of the cycle. So the first half is all about estrogen. The second half is we are meant to ovulate. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, a lot of younger women who've been on birth control for ages mm-hmm. aren't, well, they're not ovulating on birth control, and then they may not be ovulating for years after birth control. Yeah. They rebalance. But but that progesterone is only produced upon ovulation. So if we don't ovulate and we don't produce progesterone, or if we ovulate and don't produce enough progesterone, that's called luteal in phase insufficiency, then we can, what we'll often see in a test result is something that is commonly referred to as, you know, numero uno imbalance, estrogen dominance. Mm. And estrogen dominance, some people are, you know, that term has been, it's not a, it's not a medical term as much as it's become a term for describing what happens when estrogen is in excess relative to progesterone. And that happens easily when women aren't, you know, if they're not ovulating. So that's, as I said, birth control, stress, all the different things that disrupt ovulation, being so, you know, vegans who do not get the right amount of protein into their diet. There are many women who are plant-based, which is an awesome thing to be, but you've got to be careful getting enough proteins and good fats because those are the building blocks of hormones. So, and then, you know, as we move into perimenopause, our hormones start to shift and fluctuate and we may have periods, uh, cycles where we don't ovulate. And then in menopause, we don't ovulate. So there's a lot of estrogen dominance around. That's a very common hormonal imbalance. And that is the one that's linked to you know, the estrogen fat pattern distribution is the weight gain in the hips, thighs, bottom in particular. It's the place where we get into the mood swings and the PMS and the water retention and the, you know, just feeling kind of miserable and out of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, That's if, if we're low on that or high on that? If, if estrogen is high relative to progesterone, and that is usually what we see mm-hmm. when women are not ovulating and making enough progesterone to balance yeah. the amount so of estrogen. my body wasn't making progesterone, even though I never took birth control, my body wasn't making progesterone. I'm on a progesterone supplement now. Good. But is it true that um, if your progesterone is corrected, then that kind of balances out the rest of your hormones? When you're younger, it's really, really, it can be the, it it can be a great panacea because estrogen does, you know, we need estrogen. It is that hormone that makes us feel, you know, confident and female. And it's, it's, um, it's an absolutely angel of life 
hormone that we have to have, but because it's a growth hormone, we need progesterone to balance it. And progesterone, once it's on board, does balance estrogen, especially in younger women who are still cycling and maybe having, you know, like replenishing progesterone if you haven't been ovulating and making enough is the first step to relieving the symptoms of PMS of lack of sleep, you know, sleep deprivation is very much linked to low progesterone because progesterone is calming and promotes yeah. sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, adding in a little progesterone or Vitex, the herb, chaseberry Vitex can help younger women ovulate. Mm-hmm. And then of course there are the lifestyle things that I was mentioning that we need to do. We can't be burning the candle at both ends and over-exercising, over-training. We know that women that do that don't ovulate. So you know, and it's that whole argument around birth control too. How many women are on birth control that don't use it for contraception? They're on it because they had acne. Mm-hmm. Because That's they had my to give it to me. Yeah. And heavy periods are are absolutely heavy, painful periods are all about too much estrogen and not enough progesterone. So that's mm-hmm. that's a major imbalance that I see. So yeah, once I was on progesterone, my cramps pretty much went away. Yeah, and when I went on progesterone after, you know, I was telling you I was scaring my kids, um, my cramps went away and my mood swings went away and my hot flashes and night sweats went away and mean mommy went away. It almost makes me want to up my dosage just having this talk. (laughs) Well, part of the dose, the dosage thing is important too because the whole idea with bioidentical, we're talking about, you know, right now we're talking about using progesterone and some people would go, well, do I really need to be on hormones? And with younger women, I'd say, try some Vitex, some Chaseberry, try, you know, making sure you're getting the protein, the good fats that your that your exercise is balanced. Do, you know, handle the toxic relationships. You have to resolve the stressors that are unnecessary. You know, you have to minimize that. You have to learn how to say no and have boundaries, work-life balance, all of those things so that you can ovulate and make the proper balance of hormones. And if you need a little bit of help when you're younger for a while, you know, women in their 20s and 30s, yes, you you can use some progesterone, but we're talking bioidentical, which means it's it's a hormone made from plants, not synthetic, Mm -hmm. made from plants and made to be the same shape as the hormones our own bodies make because these hormones have their own molecular structure and they they actually dock you know if you think of a receptor site on the cell as a place that receives hormone that receptor site has a shape and the shape of the hormone fits like it's like a key in a lock they always use that analogy and once that hormone docks up to the cell it gets into the cell machinery and says okay let's start that period let's wake up the mind let's let's uh let's feel cheery right now. Let's, Mm -hmm. let's have um, regular cycles. You know, it starts to do work. It's magic, but it's all about balance. And so when you're, when you said you want to up your dose, you, what you want to do is use the amount of hormone that is only mimicking what your body would make naturally. So, you know, it's, it's very, when we talk bioidentical, we're not only talking about plant-based, but we're talking about a hormone that, as I mentioned, has the same structure, but is also used in a Goldilocks dose. So we're talking about a tiny, tiny amount. Yeah. I had come by this information. I just went into like a Whole Foods or a Sprouts and I got, it said a bioidentical 
topical lotion that was progesterone. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. made me bonkers. Like it just my body didn't take well to it. I my symptoms got worse. So that, um, that specific progesterone, even though it was said it was bioidentical, really didn't work for me. So I guess mm-hmm. there's some trial and error there. Did you had you tested your hormones first? Not th- not before that. Then it was maybe a year later that I tested my hormones, and now I'm on an actual like little supplement that I take each night before bed. Hmm. Well, you know, for many women, topical works really well because it doesn't have to go through the gut and the liver, what they call mm-hmm. the first pass effect. So, using a topical cream, especially with progesterone, is is the the more normal, the more usual way to deliver the hormone because it's <clears throat> because it it just you can use a much smaller amount. It goes right to the target tissues, yeah. and it um um. And it's it's lipophilic. Progesterone likes to hang out in fat cells. So it sort of will go into the fat cell in steady state release so you don't get too much. So it might have been that you were using too much. I don't know. Some Everybody is, of course, different. But there may have been other things going on in your life that, was, that were not working well right. with the amount of yeah. progesterone you're on. It's a, definitely a trial and error for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wanted to hear about the most effective ways to manage our stress so that we could balance cortisol. And if you want to go into what cortisol is, I know it's like the stress hormone, but, um, you know, for a while there, my body was making too much of it and then it stopped making it all together. So it's been a roller coaster for me around cortisol. But what are the ways we can help balance that specific hormone? Well, cortisol is, yeah, it's called the master stress hormone, probably because it's, you know, it, it cortisol is responsible for mobilizing the stress response, which really has to do with energy. You know, cortisol is, it's, it's, cortisol is not the fight or flight hormone that adrenaline is, that the adrenals produce if you're running from the Taliban or a forest fire or something. We're talking about panic and fight or flight. But with cortisol, this is the everyday 24-7 hormone that the adrenals make to literally get you up in the morning. There's something called the cortisol awakening response. So we've been sleeping all night. Melatonin has been in the ascendance. And as morning comes and the light comes on, the morning light comes, cortisol starts to build, and you should wake up with the highest level of cortisol in the morning. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, you should feel rested and ready for your day. And that's one of the main questions I ask women, do you feel rested in the morning? Is if I'm looking at a test report where cortisol isn't high in the morning, it's actually low, that person is dragging out of bed, is hitting the snooze alarm, feels often tired all through the day, because what what it is with cortisol is a a diurnal curve. Mm -hmm. We want to see the highest levels in the morning dropping gradually to the lowest levels at night because cortisol also regulates the sleep-wake cycle, Mm -hmm. cortisol and melatonin. So if cortisol is high at night and low in the morning, you've got somebody who's tired and wired. You know, Mm -hmm. they're, they're tired all the time. They're, they're crashing somewhere. If levels are too low during the day, then they're, they're having to push through their day. Um, and then at night, if the levels are high, we can't sleep. So getting that, that curve back to the normal 
the normal pattern, a normal circadian rhythm has everything to do with, you know, how our blood sugar and insulin is regulated, um, you know, because basically the stress response is responding to any physical, mental, emotional cue, internal, external, the body has to adapt and, and keep you going, whether mm -hmm. it, you know, whether it's something acute like a pain in the side or someone cuts you off in traffic or you're late for a meeting or you've got to give a presentation or whatever it is your cortisol will kick in to see you through that if you're making enough cortisol mm -hmm. some people aren't because there's the adrenals get tapped you were asking about you know what happens mm -hmm. we go and we go and we go you know before covid it was I, I, so many people would say oh my life is just crazy busy you know i work 14 hours a day i'm commuting i i do drink a lot of coffee you know a lot of women are in the thick of like you they have children they're working out all the time they have there a lot of people are entrepreneurs now since the recession so many mm -hmm. people have their own business their own their own gig it's you know it is there is an abundance of stress in this life there's no getting away from that there's no you know it's not as easy as saying hey man you just got to manage your stress it mm -hmm. you do but but it's it's really being aware of the fact that stress is normal you know it it's stress is the spice of life there's good stress mm -hmm. and there's bad stress mm -hmm. so you know weddings and christmas and babies and all of that travel that's good that's stressful nevertheless good stress but stressful and then we have all the obvious financial problems and relationship problems and toxic thing you know issues and and then you know poor diet lack of sleep all of these things can cause the adrenals to kind of not they start to flag i i call them they start to underperform so if we're overperforming all the time, working too hard, drinking too much caffeine, not eating, eating on the run, all these different things that I'm trying to, you know, we know what these things are that we do. We all know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We know that we're not taking time to calm down, we're, that we're mm -hmm. eating or drinking too late, or we're on the computer. That is a huge disruptor of cortisol. People who are high in cortisol at night are usually on their computer or cell phone right, be, you know, up, right up until bed. Yeah. Um, that blue light is a huge disruptor of melatonin and, and the lights in our house, right? Yeah. Um, and you, know, yeah. you really have to dim. So you were asking me what to do when you're wanting to manage stress. It's like starting with awareness. What is the good stress in my life that I want to support? And, you know, I love my job. I don't want to necessarily quit my job. Some people do know that they need to move on. Other people love their job, but it, there's a demand upon it. Okay. So that means all the more important to have the work-life balance when you're not working that you are doing things that are taking care of you self-care mm -hmm. downtime doing you know what did the buddhists say do not do mm -hmm. you know do the not do try doing nothing deliberately i have my my i remember when my kids were little i used to say mommy needs five minutes peace in the morning cup of tea staring out the window into space whatever it is taking mm -hmm. a walk without the cell phone without yeah. electronics um and also got it you have you know there's the the diminishing you've got to cut back on the caffeine 
people mm-hmm. switch to matchas and other, you know, um, kind of yeah. herbal teas that give you an alert calmness, not the jitteriness of caffeine. Caffeine is a stimulant that will just knock your adrenals into overdrive. Yeah. All of those things, you know, saying, having the attitude, oh, I'll sleep when I die. I'm, you know, I'm busy, busy, busy. I got to stay. That over time takes its toll. All of these things pile on. And a lot of women I talk to will say, I don't understand why my cortisol is so low. I thought it would be really high because I have so much stress. The fact is that stress is cumulative. And over time, the adrenals just, you know, they're these two little, these two little pyramids sitting on top of the kidneys working for you, pumping like, like bellows. And they get to a point where they're not keeping up. Right. I keep up with the demand of 12 hour work days and not enough sleep and training high intensity training all the time. Yeah. We know that women who are women athletes, I was talking on a podcast with Gabriella Reese, who's a really yeah. well known. Yeah. She's a, she's a volleyball player mm-hmm. professional and Lady really Hamilton's wife. Yeah. Laird Hamilton. And she's really fit and really, she's a, she's like a goddess, honestly. Yeah. She was telling me that she, you know, when she was training actively, at least 50% of her of her co-training friends, colleagues, whatever you call them, were not getting their periods. Yeah. So they're lacking, and they were not ovulating. Yeah, and so, the fight that I worked in, none of the female fighters were getting their periods. Oh, that you were in the business you were in, that's also chronic. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people will, so, so all of that really... One of the big things back to progesterone is that when you're not ovulating and you don't make progesterone, you are not nourishing your adrenals because as it happens, I was mentioning all these hormones break down to other hormones. Progesterone breaks down directly to cortisol. So Mm -hmm. it is needed by the adrenals to even make cortisol. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's a really important tie-in. So if we're so if we're doing things that are disrupting our ovulation, it you know, so much of this is it's important what you're doing, but it's also important to notice what you're not doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so so if you're like I'm I'm trying to if if you're not balancing your exercise, if you're not balancing your work life, if you're not um you know, eating breakfast in the morning, if you're skipping meals, there's so many not things that we have to understand are depleting our hormone levels and causing imbalances. And of course, there's aging, there's perimenopause, that's natural, your hormones are, you know, your ovaries are going to pack up eventually, but Mm -hmm. it takes them a good 10 years to do that. And that's the perimenopause during the 40s into the 50s. And until that happens, if we if we aren't, if our hormones are shifting and fluctuating wildly, that's because our stress is out of hand and our cortisol is, is out of balance. So that that's where, you know, the nutrients, the, the good fats, B vitamins are absolutely crucial Mm -hmm. to supporting the adrenal B vitamin specifically. Do you recommend what type of B vitamin specifically? Cause there's so many. There are so many. B6 and B5 in particular are really important. B6 is really key to ovulation. Um, <clears throat> B6 and B5, panathenic acid. But I like to have people, I, I suggest we, we send out a rebalancing guide based mm-hmm. on um, what shows up in test results and symptoms. And all of the things we suggest are natural. And we do put some links to 
we've kind of vetted certain supplements. And mm -hmm. I like to see people take the whole B complex because it is a complex and they work together in synergy. So mm -hmm. it's good to take the whole complex and yeah. the and B for me, mine has to be methylated. Um, right. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically for me. So I know that's something for people to look into because so much of us have the MTHFR gene. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I have, I have a methylated B uh, vitamin listed because many people do have that. It's no secret that shame free sex and pleasure are powerful avenues to deeper connections and an overall sense of well being. And accessible, expertly designed toys can play a big part in getting you there and making you feel more alive. Dame is leading a sexual wellness revolution as a women powered resource for game changing pleasure products and supportive content. Started by a sex educator and an engineering whiz, Dame develops her products based on research and feedback from people like you. They're making better sexual experiences and more pleasure available to all. Dame's easy-to-use toys and accessories are made with body-safe, doctor-approved materials and smart design principles, and they've earned glowing praise from the New York Times, the Today Show, and many more including me. Whether you're looking to shake things up with your partner or upgrade your self-care routine, they've got something for every nightstand. Even better, Dame offers three-year warranties and hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. And I will guarantee you satisfaction because I use their products myself. They're amazing. My favorite one is their suction toy. I call it the clit sucker, but it's uh, spelt A-E-R, it's called AIR. It's a powerful arousal tool for fans of oral stimulation. It creates thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal around your clitoris so you can go all the way right away. Guys, I have like eight to 10 orgasms almost every time I use it. I use it during sex and in my own pleasure practice. You will not be disappointed. They're also sending me a bunch of their other products, so I'll keep you updated. But as of right now, this one's my favorite, and I highly recommend it. Go to dameproducts.com and use code JADE today for 15% off your order with Dame. Now on with the show. And then another thing that's really important for adrenal balance that I love are the adaptogenic herbs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, things like, I guess the most famous one would be ginseng. Um, oh. There's the ashwagandha. Yeah, ashwagandha, ginseng. The female ginseng is called dong kwai. Um, I remember when I was first going into perimenopause and my moods were all over the map, I read about dong kwai and I immediately ran out and got it. And probably it was probably a Gaia herb, I think. And mm -hmm. I put eight drops in water and it just lifted me out of the black hole. Wow. It, okay. And but That's all of these adaptogens. Um, handsome man Don Kwai is gonna help <laughs> yeah but you know all of these adaptogens there's so many of them you were saying there's so many bees there's so many adaptogens they they've been tested on you know athletes and astronauts people who are always under pressure and they found that these adaptogens help the adrenals adapt to stressors hence the term adaptogens so there's the ashwagandha the rhodiola the eleuthero all the different mushrooms the reishi mushrooms the shaga so there's so many it's kind of i i often suggest people get you know there's mushroom coffee they actually laird hamilton gabby's uh husband has yeah, a whole his pumpkin spice one it's so good 
Yeah, and they all have these Shaga mushrooms and adaptogens. He's way ahead of the game. MCT, coconut oils, and uh, all great stuff. And then there are tinctures, lovely tinctures that have a nice blend of many of these adaptogens. And Mm -hmm. I have one listed in our rebalancing guide called Kick-Ass Daily, which is this great, it's a great, you know, combination. So if you're one of these people who is adrenally exhausted after years of hard work or having kids or long breastfeeding, as you were describing, um, you know, just just a high impact, high performance life. Nobody's telling you you have to change your life entirely, but what you have to do is support yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, renal support in particular with the things we're talking about, the good fats, the deep, dark, leafy greens, the lentil, you know, the legumes, the phytoestrogens, all of these things that help to balance and calm and then get your life into a place where there is time for you. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't even have, I don't think I ever had a massage until I was in my 30s. I just never, I was out there skiing. I was, Now you know, it's my therapy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I just took up yoga. I'm 72 now and I only just started oh, taking wow. You look great. I thought oh. you were 50s. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have been using some bioidentical hormones since I went into my mad, uh, you know, what, what is it? Jekyll and Hyde mommy yeah. self. But but the, the adrenals are actually key. And I think that they are they're kind of the king and queen of the the hormones in terms of their power to overpower everything. Hmm. They if if cortisol if the adrenals are underperforming or overperforming, however you look at it, you are not regulating your immune system, your digestion and the use of the way nutrients are broken down in the body goes haywire, you're not sleeping. And your immunities are down. And this is not the time to have our immunities down during, you know, while we've got this God knows what variant now lurking <laughs> at every corner. Yeah. So, you know, it, and when you get when you get your cortisols balanced, everything, you know, all of it, all of these hormones are often described as an orchestra that they're all instruments playing in tune, we hope. But if one instrument is out of tune, the whole synchrony is lost. Mm-hmm. I think of synchronized swimmers too. Remember the swimmers with their perfect pedal formation. If one swimmer started swimming off to the other side of the pool or or diving down, what happens? That's sort of the way hormones are. It's like a, they're like a seesaw. When one hormone is up, another hormone is down because yeah. they they interact and they they are synchronous so the idea is to try to get them into as much of a balance that matches our own physiology you know Mm -hmm. what we're trying to get to the place where we're our hormones are the way they should be the way our bodies own regulate and and operate and i i'm i'm happy to hear all this info and and feel like oh okay good i've switched to matcha I don't do in the nighttime. I I only have amber lighting. You know, I don't do the overhead lighting at night. Um, uh, I have a very high fat diet. Um, I do fats. What fats do you like to be? I I find fats are a hard one for people to get into their diet. There's still people. I love, I love grass fed butter. I try to all my meats to be grass fed, but I do like the 80% uh, fat, like 80 to 20. 
so that it's not like the lean meat. It's got a nice amount of fat in it. Same with mm -hmm. uh, duck fat. I have a lot of duck fat. I eat a lot of salmon belly. I mean, I, I love fat. I crave it. Um, mm -hmm. And then I there's nut, butter, nut butters and avocado and coconut, avocado, all those. Yes. Olive um, oil, all those good fats. Yeah. And then I have to take, you know, the um, little acid supplements to help my body break it down. But I wanted to ask about, you know, intermittent fasting has become so popular. And I think that for me, that was one thing that messed up my hormones is because I was doing the 12 to 16 hour fasting. Um, so I'd love to hear about how that affects our hormones. You know, actually, I should mention, I have a podcast of my own that I started with a nurse practitioner and we call it Women Talking Frankly. And I don't know what episode mm -hmm. it is, but we have a whole episode about that, intermittent fasting, about nutrition. And But, you know, in to my mind, when I see um, a test result where cortisols are off, if they're trending high, trending low, or they are high or low, and we've got all these symptoms, you know, symptoms of adrenal imbalance are not only you know, stress and not being able to sleep. It's the getting sick more often and not bouncing back. It's anxiety that is on, you know, that you can't control and panic attacks and all of that. The cortisol is linked to, to so many things. So um, uh, where was I going with that? I wanted to say, what was the, I saying? Uh, you had an episode about, about it. Yeah, so the intermittent fasting just had a menopausal moment, folks. I hope you can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> I start thinking about one thing and then I'm over here. But the yeah. intermittent fasting, I don't, I don't, I, th I think the best way to go is to just have that natural 12 hour fast when, while you're sleeping. And yeah, most of it can be done while you're sleeping. And then maybe a couple of hours into the morning if you want to try it. But if adrenals are out of whack, I don't suggest it. Because yeah. actually, you know, the adrenals are, they are always um, monitoring our stress level. And stress is food deprivation. So if you are, you know, going for hours without, without nutrient, the body kind of swings into survival mode. And in fact, you may find that your body is actually hanging on to the fat you're trying to lose. Mm-hmm. As a, as a the adrenals responding to this lack of food will now start looking for fuel wherever they can get it. Mm -hmm. And they may start breaking down, you know, that's where we can start having bone, you know, bone loss. Um, Cause the, the adrenals will look for, you know, wherever they can, wherever they can get the nutrient they need if you're mm -hmm. not, if you're not eating properly. And, and that's where fat goes on around the waist in particular, because that's kind of the talk. It's, it's the um, abdominal depot. The, mm -hmm. the fat will be stored there as sort of uh, fuel backup. Because mm -hmm. if you're in a stress situation, you know, you've got to run across the border, you've got, you've got to have energy quickly released. So that fat is stored in the belly because that's the quickest place it can be released through the portal vein of the liver to provide energy. Yeah. So that's why women who are stressed all the time are they're on the, you know, they're on the treadmill working out or they're spinning and they're they're going manic because they hate mm -hmm. their belly fat. And in fact, they may be exacerbating it because they're further right. exhausting their adrenals. Yeah. And there's um I've interviewed Alyssa Vitti before and she said 
that doing cardio in your luteal phase actually causes fat storage. Um, mm -hmm. Or if, if that's something you agree with. But so I stopped doing all cardio in the luteal phase. I only do cardio in the follicular year and the ovulatory. Uh, luteal, yeah, I only do weight. That's really good advice. I, I love Alyssa Vitti. I love her books. Um, her first one, I was going to say, um, Woman Code is an important, I think it's a primer that every woman should read, no matter what your age. It's so, it's so fascinating, the whole cycle syncing. Um, yeah, and they did that for years. Um, yeah. I didn't feel an extreme benefit for uh, eating for my hormones, but for the working out for my hormones, I did. Um, and it also helped me not get bored with my workouts because I was changing it up so much, you know? Mm -hmm. um, That's great. So for those listening who are taking birth control, synthetic birth control, instead of just tracking their cycle, for those listening that are doing that, what what do you have to say for them? And, um, and maybe if you could give them some advice for how to come off of the pill. Um, some people, they, they, it's so inconvenient for them to think about getting off the pill. They don't realize how much it's damaging. That's true. And um, I, I was with a woman the other night, uh, the daughter of uh, one of the women in my book club, and she said, yeah, I know, evidently uh, her sister had tested with me and had a lot of benefit from changing her diet and her stress levels or exercise in her and she said, I know I should test my hormones, but I don't want to get off birth control because I really like not having a period. And mm -hmm. I just sort of thought, mm, I you love know. my period though. I used to, before my hormones were balanced, I dreaded it because I knew I was going to cramp. I knew I was going to be super heavy. And I was also just, our culture teaches us to be ashamed of it. But now I call PMS prioritizing myself. And I make sure that during that time, I'm doing self-care and I, you know, I'm not cramping anymore. I'm not heavy anymore because my hormones are balanced. And I treat it as a time of remembering what I'm releasing that doesn't serve me. Just like we release our blood, you know, I think of like, what else can I release? And so I treat it as like a ceremonial few days. It's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's a, it, it is a perfect time with all this physical shedding going on to let go, to let go of things, to release, you know, to have a good look at, you know, take stock of your life and think, mm -hmm. what can I let go of? Mm -hmm. what, what can enlighten me and bring me joy? I think there are movements now I've heard about the red tent movement where women are embracing their, their period and gathering yeah. under red tents and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and celebrating the period and their creativity and, you know, the increased creativity and intuition and personal love. Writing done during it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel for women that would rather not have a period because they're missing out on something that is so probably the most spiritual, sacred yeah. aspect of, of the life cycle. And we get to have it, you know, men don't get to have that experience and yeah. we Protector to the species. I think we need well, to. I used to resent them for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> but you know, the thing is, part of the part of the dread of periods is that so many people have heavy, painful periods, which are not necessary. Aviva Ram, who's a brilliant um, MD, she's a doula and she's a an herbal botanist. She wrote a book called. Um, it's a, an encyclopedia of herbal medicine for women, Aviva Ram. Actually, her latest book is called Hormone Intelligence. Between mm. her and Alyssa Vitti, there's everything you need to know. But she says your period should never be painful. 
right. you have a lot of pain and heavy bleeding, that is not normal. And and so that's one of the reasons when women find that out that you know it's down to hormonal imbalance that they're suffering and that they can they can you know alleviate alleviate those that issue naturally that really helps because many of the women I'm talking to now, apart from those that don't want to have a period, I think there are far greater numbers that are saying, you know, especially during COVID when everybody's been kind of more focused on the objects of their daily neglect, you know, we've had time to really focus and think about our health and they're starting to say, I don't think I want to be on the this pill. I've been on it for 18 years and I'm afraid to come off because I'm afraid my acne will come back. I've talked to women that have been on the pill since they were 20 and they're in their 40s. Yeah. And, you know, so they've never had a normal period. They've never had a normal cycle. And then there's also the thing about, yeah, you go on the birth control because it's the default for most, you know, the old school approaches. Oh, you've got acne, you've got heavy periods, you've got moods, you've got bad moods, PMS here. Let's put you on the pill and shut all this down. Mm -hmm. Then you meet the partner of your life and want to procreate and have a child. And guess what? It's really hard to get your period back. It's really difficult to ovulate again. Yeah. And even Second Dawn talks about how birth control actually affects who and what we're attracted to. So when we are on that and then we get married and then we get off of it, sometimes our desires oh. change and all this stuff and it causes this like crisis. I can, I can see that perfectly because you're not running, you're running on empty, you're running on synthetic hormones that are so potent, you know, they, they can shut down those receptor sites, they shut down ovulation for years. And are you really you when you're on a synthetic hormone? How are your moods? What's your mental state like? You know, how are you physically? And I'm sure you could choose the wrong, you could make some 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 wrong choices. I I do I do think it's encouraging that most of the women I talk to that have been on birth control they just need a little nudge and I I've decided to be brave about it and just say you know you've got all these symptoms and we do test people on birth control and it's a little bit confusing because the levels are not reflecting true baseline hormone levels when we test with someone who's on birth control we're looking at the effect we're looking at hormones under the influence of these potent synthetic hormones but that can be instructive because women see wow gosh you know my levels are so off this isn't even the real hormone and i've got all these symptoms and usually their cortisols are way off, so their energy is down, or they're anxious and wired. Either one, or they, you know, they're either yeah. exhausted all the time, or they're too wired to even think straight. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, a lot of women are looking to get off of birth control, and they just need that little nudge that says, mm -hmm. "You can do this. You can balance your hormones naturally if you got on the pill because, not because you're." you know, you're using it for contraception, because, but because you're afraid of acne, then let's, let's look at your androgen hormones, mm -hmm. your testosterone, and let's look at your insulin levels and your, inf you know, do you have an inflammatory diet? What's going on? Because, you know, a lot of women that have acne have high levels of, of testosterone and DHEA, the androgen hormones that, you know, really, we call them the workhorse hormones. Yeah, the huntress hormones that, that drive our libido, but they also drive our muscles, our lean muscle, our structural strength, our, you know, our optimism, our ambition, our drive mm -hmm. in general. 
And but if there if there are too many androgens, we get masculinizing effects. Women can start to get you know excess facial hair, acne, oily skin. If you're on the pill for that reason, that can be turned around by testing your hormones, finding out is that going on, and then what is your diet like, and then you know let's balance this out naturally. You don't need to be on the pill forever to prevent to prevent acne. They taper off the birth control um, to prevent yeah, I, hormone issues. I I think uh, I think the best thing for, first thing is yes, if you want to get off the birth control pill or an IUD or any of the hormonal synthetic uh, versions, it is definitely best to wean off. And I suggest reading the the very brilliant book called um, Beyond the Pill by uh, Dr. Jolene Brightman. Brighton, you should interview her. She's she's really and so she gives you the whole drill and a whole thirty day program for bringing your cycles back into into play. Um, it should be gradual, and then we have so many choices now. Isn't it wonderful? You know, there's some women are fine on the copper IUD, which is non hormonal. Some people hate it; it causes can cause cramps. But beyond that. Um, you know, there are now these great fertility tracking devices. If you're using it for contraception, by all means, you want to plan your family. Right. But natural cycles in the flow, the flow tracker that Alyssa Vitti has, they're both, they're really, they're pretty good. They're 98%. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. so, so I know we're running out of time. I'm trying to think because I have a couple more questions for you. I'm trying to think of which one. So I think um, we talked about, you know, how light affects us, but are there other endocrine disruptors that we should stay away from? Oh, yes. I'm so glad I started to try to mention that. Um, You know, when we're talking about hormonal disruption, hormonal imbalance, adrenal disruption, yes, endocrine disruptors, uh, or sometimes we call them xenoestrogens, xeno meaning foreign, unfamiliar to the body, chemicals, man-made chemicals, Mm -hmm. are, are... they're chemicals that disrupt the normal functioning of the endocrine hormonal system mm-hmm. because what they do is they mimic our own hormones to an ex- to a much more toxic extent so that synthetic hormone in the birth control is acting like a hormone but to such an extent that it's actually shutting down natural are naturally occurring and plant-based just works with our system more naturally and so that's why it doesn't that you mentioned that about it being synthetic causing that issue because it's natural does it just cause the natural system to flow and that's that's why plant-based works better yes because the plant-based phytoestrogens you know the dark leafy greens the Mm -hmm. legumes the flaxseed they actually make their own hormones plants you know phytoestrogens are plant-based hormones that can actually occupy that receptor site Mm -hmm. at and, and balance, you know, keep a more toxic xenoendocrine disruptor from, from docking at the receptor site. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about, when we're talking about endocrine disruptors, not only birth control, HRT and older women, but, um, you know, any kinds of food that are shot up with hormones and most of the processed meat and dairy is shot up with very potent synthetic estrogens, um, that, you know, you were talking about grass-fed. You mm-hmm. definitely want to be eating, if you are eating meat or dairy, it should be grass-fed. 
Um, there are so many products I love. O Oleos, they make a cashew cream butter. You know, you mm -hmm. just do not, you will get a wallop of synthetic hormones into your body mm -hmm. that will mimic your own hormones, but shut them down because they're mm -hmm. so overpowering. So yeah. we don't, we want to stay away. Look for the label that says these animals were raised without artificial hormones. That's what mm -hmm. you're looking for when yeah. you buy foods with that. And also you don't want to microwave in plastic. Ugh. or drink out of plastic. Or heat, I don't even want to make your house. Yeah. Right. So all of, you know, there's so many things avoiding cosmetics. The Cosmetic Safety Act hasn't been updated since 1938. Mm -hmm. And there are 1,400 different chemicals in the cosmetics that we apply all over our body. All these personal mm -hmm. care products are loaded with, with synthetics and, that mimic hormone action. And they don't necessarily have to tell us. They don't have to list these yeah. ingredients. So a good source is uh, Environmental Working Group, uh -huh. EGC.org has actually a product. Um, they have, they a, have an app where you can like scan things at the grocery store too, I believe. Yes. But I know for well, me, like products like lotions, perfumes, any synthetic scents, yeah. yep. candles, mm -hmm. air fresheners, all of that stuff, I can feel the effect it has on my like nervous system. And so I can only use like essential oils. Like I use amber oil as my perfume or frankincense as my perfume. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I uh, use uh, organic uh, incense sticks instead of like the perfume, perfumey little wall plugins. All so of those like you mentioned that huge because, you know, even in shower curtains, there's plastic, there's so much plastic in our environment, mm -hmm. but the fragrances are something that people don't think about all the air freshener that, you know, all that you mentioned that, yeah, they're always natural. We're lucky that we have natural alternatives to these things. So, and, and it's fun to start becoming it is aware. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. So before we um, close off the show with the lightning round of questions I do, I wanted to just ask you for those who are listening and they just feel like, and I want to improve my sleep. I want to increase my energy and um, my my sex drive is gone. You know, uh, I know a lot of women are really frustrated around their sex drive. I have a very healthy sex drive. A lot of my friends who are health conscious have a really healthy sex drive, but I have a lot of girlfriends who just have, like don't desire sex at all. And they also have low energy. So if they're in that boat, what is your first step for them? And um, where, where, like, where can they start right now? Um, you know, some sometimes uh, a lack of desire can have to do with you know how your fe your feelings about your partner or yourself, um, even or yourself, your body image. You know, you may be very self conscious about weight gain. Some women who are low in estrogen after years of birth control have vaginal dryness, which can make sex painful, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, so all of those things are certainly part of the piece that says, let's get your hormones balanced. But if you're, if you're exhausted because your adrenals are down, you know, I, I, a lot of the women I talk to that are younger who are just like they're engaged or they're getting married or they're highly attracted to their husband they, or partner, but they would rather delete emails than have sex. I would right. say, look at your adrenals. Yeah, You know, that is the first place to look. I think with any naturopath or any natural solution, we want to make sure that your adrenals are working for you and providing the energy you need to get up in the morning and function throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And then the other hormones we've been talking about are your, you know, they're your life force. Hormones are 
uh, the the origin of the word is a force that, that sets uh, a, um, a messenger that puts a force in motion. So, mm-hmm. you know, this the, the hormones are our life force. They really rule our emotional, physical, and mental lives. So balance is, it is a holistic thing. It's, you know, I would say, find out if you have low libido, if you have heavy periods, if you have anxiety, all of these things we've been talking about, if you've got aches and pains, You know, if these things are chronic, if you can't lose weight, no matter what you do, then this is, you know, you you need to know these are, this is an awareness that your hormones are probably out of balance. We have a quiz at uh, yourhormonebalance.com, our our website, where you can take a a symptom quiz and find out if you have the symptoms of hormonal imbalance. Mm. And then if you do, Get tested, find out what your levels are and to what extent your levels are out of balance. And then we can provide all the lifestyle suggestions that many of which we've talked about today, you know, what you want to do, what you don't want to do. And then the support, the support supplements and herbs and bioidentical hormones if needed. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're not always needed in women who should be cycling naturally and making their own hormones. But if you've been in a situation where, like we were talking about birth control for 20 years and your own hormones have to wake back up again, then they may need a little replenishment and support. And certainly women in menopause, you know, you're running on empty and we're living another third of our lives now. A hundred years ago, women didn't live past 50. Now we're living to be 85, 90. We need these hormones. We can't be, you know, just falling apart at the seams. So replenishment has its virtues. It just has to be in the right amounts in, in, and it has to be plant-based and natural. And then, you know, it goes along with how we treat ourselves and each other. Um, You know, our spiritual life, our, you know, how much creativity we, we want to do some art or singing or painting or dancing. I love your, what do you say at the end of your email? Um, Sent while while dancing. Yeah. I mean, dancing, what a release. It's fantastic. Jack up the music, go sit out, under the moon and howl, you know, have your moments, have your tea in the morning and stare into space, let your eyes, eyeballs, you know, extend. There's just so many and set boundaries, you know, learn how to say no to people and take care of you. Um, You know, they always say, put the oxygen mask on yourself before you help someone else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a whole piece. No one's ever going to say, just take this and that'll be it. No, it is, it is take, take a look at the whole picture. Thank you so much. So there's a few short questions that I ask everyone who comes on the show. The first one is, if you could hug your younger self right now, what would you say? If I could talk to my younger self right now, I I would probably say stop drinking so much coffee <laughs> and um, partying so hard. Yeah, I sort of drinking coffee out there. I have wobbly knees from too much skiing and and mm-hmm. not getting enough sleep and probably and using cortisone in the early days when I didn't know better. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. Yeah, we, we do need to wean off the coffee. I started drinking it at like 12 because I was working a 30 hour a week job at that age, 12, 13 years old. And I just cut it out like two years ago. And I, I'm so glad that I did. And we have so many better options now. So many better options now. Yeah. And, you know, also just burning the candle at both ends all the time, not having respect for, 
getting enough rest and downtime was, I, I think, uh, many young, younger people are guilty of that, just having too much fun. But having too much fun can can lead to long-term issues that, you know, we could be prevented. As a health educator, I'm all into disease prevention. And yes. we don't think about these until we get older, but we are setting the stage for disorders. You know, when you have symptoms that are persistent and long-lived and are troublesome, that can become disorders that become disease. So these things are, you know, you want to get a handle on them early when you're young. And I'm cheered to see all the young people like yourself yeah. who are into this. Yeah. And having this conversation. I know we are. We are. By the way, I wanted to offer. I wanted to offer your listeners, Jade, a um, a fifty dollars off any one of our test kits if you go to yourhormonebalance.com. Oh, thank um, you. We'll, use can we use a code j can we use your name as a code yeah, and i'll put it in the jade. show notes yeah code jade okay. 50 dollars off amazing so your hormone balance.com code right great instagram too our, our instagram a lot of education on the instagram so that's at your hormone balance for more information yeah i love y'all's page okay so if you could have the whole world read one book which would it be Oh my God. Oh dear. Oh dear. It's a good I, I, I'm a big book reader. You know, the the book that I'm loving right now is called Women Rowing North by oh. Mary Picker. She wrote Saving a Feel Reviving Ophelia about the mother-daughter relationship and the Women Rowing North book, I, I guess I would say for all women in in uh who are 50 and over and early, early younger women too. how to age gracefully, how to, how to grow old without mm-hmm. becoming, becoming old at, you know, be, staying yeah. young at heart, growing women. Thank you. Okay. Last question is if you could whisper one phrase, to everyone on the planet, what would it be? You cut out again. So I didn't hear what you said. If I could do one thing for what, if you on could the whisper- planet, if you could whisper one phrase to everyone on the planet, what would it be? Uh, maybe I would say do not do. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. We are Think so about that. Doing and not being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, yourhormonebalance.com, code Jade, $50 off a kit, and your Instagram is at yourhormonebalance. And um, right. yeah, thank you so much. I loved this episode. It's so, so, so uh, tangible, like things that we can actually do and put into practice to better our life. So thank you so much for all your wisdom. Oh, well, yeah, there's, there's more. I'm always learning and we're always passing it on and sharing. So thank you for, for having me on so that we can, we can send this, put this message out into the universe, little connect the, connect the stars of the constellation. Yeah. (laughs) Helping us to be better to ourselves, better to our children, our partners and the world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's big work. Yeah. And you, and you will be better for yourself and your children and your spouse, because you, that's what everybody says. They, it does work. It's a little bit of magic. It's magical, but our bodies are magical. We're magical. Mm -hmm. So thanks for having me on Jade. I'm really grateful. Thank you so much. All right, you guys. I know this felt like an episode only for women, but really it's not because we all love even us men 
have a woman that we love, like a daughter or a wife or a mother or a sister. So this information is so useful to all of us. And God, I really feel like if you can balance your hormones, you can really balance your life. It makes such a difference in how we feel about ourselves and how we operate in the world. So I feel really strongly about this episode and, and this information. I'd like to remind you guys about the $50 off the balancing your hormones kit on her website and the other affiliates of the show, the sponsors of the show today, the best toys for sex at dameproducts.com code Jade gets you 15% off. I have two more of their, um, their products coming my way. So I'll let you know about them. But as of right now, my favorite product is their air toy. It's AER. It's a suction toy that is, it creates um, like a thrilling pulse of air and a soft seal around the clit. So it feels like um, suction and multiple orgasms guaranteed. It is amazing. And I, I actually um, pair that with a pleasure wand or a yoni egg from wands.com, W-A-A-N-D-S.com. They have rose quartz, they have clear quartz, they have all different kinds. They also have anal plugs. It's code Jade for a discount there as well. And CBD, all things CBD at directhemp.com. It is code Jade for a discount there as well. And lastly, higher dose infrared products. I love my sauna blanket, my bioenergy mat, and my infrared mask, code Jade75 for $75 off there. And uh, I firmly believe in all four of these products. These are part of my self-care rituals. I literally lay on my infrared mat um, at the end of the night after I've taken my CBD and I'll use my Dame products, my pleasure wand. Uh, I do that in the morning as well. I don't do the CBD in the morning, but I, I do that stuff in the morning as well. So it's a daily thing for me. And for me, it's a way I balance my hormones because it's a way I de-stress. So uh, I highly, highly recommend them. Let me know how you get on with them for yourself. Let me know how you feel about this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and being on this journey with me. It would mean so much to me if you would leave a review or share an episode with a friend. If you thought of someone while listening to this, that is probably your psyche telling you that they would benefit from this information. So send it on over to them. You could also join me on my Instagram page at untamed and unashamed podcast. As always, be a light stay open and remember you belong here.
Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.